online search. Welcome to episode 63 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In episode 62, we discussed your money with Doug Peacock. In recent episodes, we discussed employee empowerment, business growth, professional sales, marketing, financial security, five-star employees, work-life balance, financial and personal fulfillment, transformation change, executive and career life coaching, and complacency. I encourage you to go back and listen to the episodes that interest you. There's solid content in each one. Today's episode, 63, will discuss writing your business plan. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. We're consistently faced with challenges. This series will assist you in breaking down these challenges into smaller, manageable components. There's a saying, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Do you want to increase the odds that your business will be a success? Of course you do. A business plan serves several purposes. Most importantly, it serves as a roadmap guiding your business. Writing a business plan can help you discover any weakness in your business idea so you can address them beforehand. Identify business opportunities you may not have considered and plan how to take advantage of them. Analyze the market and competition. Give you a chance to plan strategies for dealing with potential challenges. Force you to calculate the financial needs of your business so you can be prepared with adequate capital. Determine your target market and how to reach them. Writing a business plan can seem overwhelming. Write it in sections to make it easier and more manageable. Include an executive summary, a company description, products and or services, a marketing plan, an operational plan, your management and organization, a financial plan, and appendices. The executive summary is the most important part of your business plan. Often, it's the only part that a prospective lender or investor reads before deciding whether or not to read the rest of your plan. It should convey your enthusiasm for your business idea. Write your executive summary last, after you've completed the rest of the business plan. That way, you'll have thought through all the elements of your plan and be prepared to summarize them. The executive summary should briefly explain an overview of your business idea in one or two sentences, a description of your product and or service, what problems you are solving for your target customers, the goals of your business, what do you expect your business to be in one year, three years, five years, your proposed target market, who are your ideal customers, your competition, and what differentiates your business, who are you up against, and what unique selling proposition will help you succeed. Your management team and their prior experience. What do they bring to the table that will give your business a competitive edge? A financial outlook for the business. If you're writing the business plan for financing purposes, explain exactly how much money you want, how you will use it, and how that will make your business more profitable. 
Limit your executive summary to one or two pages. The next section, your company description. It should include a company mission statement being a brief explanation of your company's reason for being. It's best to keep your mission statement to one or two sentences. Your company philosophy and vision. What values does your business live by? Vision is a long-term outlook for your business. What do you ultimately want it to become? Specify your long- and short-term goals, as well as any milestones or benchmarks you will use to measure your progress. Your target market. You'll cover this in depth in the marketing plan section. Here, briefly explain who your target customers are. Describe your industry and what makes your business competitive. Is the industry growing, mature, or stable? What is the industry outlook, long-term and short-term? How will your business take advantage of projected industry changes and trends? What might happen to your competitors, and how will your business successfully compete? Your legal structure. Is your business a sole proprietorship, LLC, partnership, corporation, or other? Why did you choose this particular form of business? Is there more than one owner? Explain how ownership is divided. If you have investors, explain the percentage of shares they own. Next, your products and services. What products and or services do you sell? Describe all of your products and or services, being sure to focus on the customer's point of view. Include details of relationships with suppliers, manufacturers, and or partners that are essential to delivering your product and or service to customers. What problem does your product or service solve? Explain what the problem is and how your product or service solves it. What are its benefits, features, and unique selling proposition? Yours won't be the only solution, but you need to explain why your solution is better than the competitor's. What is your competitive edge? Your plan must show that you've identified your competitive edge and understand how to differentiate your business. Are there any proprietary features that give you a competitive edge? Describe your target customer. How will you price your product and or service? How does your product and or service fit into the competitive landscape in terms of pricing? How will that pricing strategy help you attract customers? And what is your projected profit margin? Explain any after-sales services you plan to provide. Mention your location or proposal location Explain why you believe this is a good location. Sales. How will you sell your products and or services? And include a 12-month sales forecast. Create two forecasts. A best-guess scenario, what you really expect, and a worst-case scenario, one you're confident you'll reach no matter what. Keep notes on the research and assumptions that go into developing these sales forecasts. Financing sources will want to know what you based your numbers on. Regarding market research, there are two kinds of research, primary and secondary. Primary market research is information you gather yourself. Secondary market research is information from sources such as trade organizations and journals, magazines, online search, census data, and demographic profiles. This section of your plan should explain the total size of your industry, trends in the industry, is it growing or shrinking, how are customer needs or preferences changing, 
the total size of your target market, and what share is realistic for you to obtain, also known as TAM and PAM. What barriers to entry do you face, and how do you plan to overcome them? What are the threats and opportunities? This is where a SWOT analysis comes into play. How much do you plan to spend on marketing and advertising? Next, for your operational plan, where is your business located? What is the size? Type of building, zoning restrictions, cost of rent, utilities, insurance, and other expenses. What is the legal environment of your business? Include any licenses, permits, trademarks, copyrights, patents, or other items. What type of personnel will your business require? List job descriptions, compensation, training, and how you will find and attract these employees. List your key suppliers, including their names, their products and or services, their credit and delivery policies, history, and reliability. Do you expect any supply shortages or short-term delivery problems? If so, how will you handle them? Do you have more than one supplier for critical items? Do you expect the cost of supplies to hold steady or fluctuate? If they fluctuate, how will you deal with changing costs? What are your supplier's payment terms? And if you plan to sell to customers on credit, what are your credit policies? What credit terms will you offer? How much credit will you extend? What are the criteria for extending credit? How will you check new customers' credit worthiness? How much will it cost you to offer credit? Show that you've built these costs into your pricing structure. How will you handle slow-paying customers? When will you follow up on late payments? And when will you get an attorney or collection agency involved? Next, your management and organization. Who are the people behind your business, their roles and responsibilities, and their prior experience? If you're using your business plan to get financing, investors and lenders carefully assess whether you have a qualified management team. Resumes include resumes of the owners and key employees. Gaps explain how you plan to fill any gaps in management and or experience. Advisors List the members of your professional advisory support team, including CPA, banker, board of director, advisory board, attorney, and consultants. And develop and include an organizational chart. This should include both roles you've already filled and roles you plan to fill in the future. Next, your financial plan. Your financial plan is perhaps the most important element of your business plan. Include a 12-month profit-loss projection, also known as an income statement or P&L. The 12-month profit-loss projection is the centerpiece of your business plan. Include a cash flow projection. The cash flow statement tracks how much cash your business has on hand at any given time. You'll want to keep a close eye on your cash flow. Project a balance sheet. A break-even calculation. Depending on the purpose of your business plan, you may also want to include a three-year cash flow statement. And use of capital. If you're using the business plan to seek financing from lenders or investors, provide a breakdown of how you will use the capital and what results you expect. And appendices. Any appendices include documents that supplement information in the body of the plan. These might be contracts, leases, purchase orders, intellectual property, market research data, or anything that supports assumptions or statements made in your plan. Refining your plan. 
After you've done all this work, write your executive summary, go back, review, and modify your business plan as needed. There's a lot in developing your business plan. If you need assistance, I can help with that process or reach out to a qualified business consultant. I'm a certified SCORE business mentor and use the SCORE business plan for reference. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. In search, type BCF-ORG. Be sure to leave a space between BCF and ORG. Select the business of business. Then subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol's on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 64, our guest will be Sean Shuchak discussing high-performance leadership. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.